There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Pay Attention, Please, Hollywood Life's Real Housewives podcast. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Eric Tedisco. And we have, like, once again, as always, we have quite a bit to talk about in the housewives world, don't we? Yes, yes, we do. Um, we're obviously going to get into a bunch of fun topics across the whole mm-hmm. housewives world. Um, and then we have a great interview with Dolores Catania yes. from the Housewives of New Jersey. Uh, we recorded the um, episode before the uh episode of Jersey aired with the softball game so we kind of got her in uh, input about the yeah. charity game and everything that went on that everyone already saw in the episode unless you haven't seen the episode yet um, but then she also brushed on a whole array of topics about what's coming up with the season we got some scoop about the Ireland trip spoiler Which alert I'm excited for Polly I'm not gonna give too much away but Polly does make an appearance on our uh, yeah. interview she he uh pops in and gives us uh, some tidbits about what his life is like now that he's yeah. a quote-unquote reality star um and it was a great re- a really great chat with Dolores yeah they also um I won't again not give too much away yet but Dolores revealed something about Teresa and Melissa's season-ending fight that I didn't know and I I, I was like yeah sh- because that we know is like the big thing of the season that yes. obviously catapults into them not attending the wedding, but we haven't really heard about what goes on. And Dolores did give a little more some light into what happened and where it happened, specifically yes. where it happened. Yes. So um, yeah, she gave some really great tidbits. She's such a joy to talk to, always so kind, such so genuine and mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. So uh, but before we get to that, let's let's go over some housewives headlines from this week. Yes. Uh, the first one being Mary Cosby is back at, mm-hmm. in Salt Lake City. Nice. I mean, she's always been in Salt Lake City, but she yeah. was spotted filming. They're filming um, season. Is it season four? Mm-hmm. Season three. We just made sure pretend didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Season four. They are filming. They're in the midst of filming. Um, a fan caught the cast on a trip to Palm Springs, uh, which I love Palm Springs, but I'm also hoping they get some sort of international trip later in the season because these girls have only been traveling along the West Coast. I've never been to Palm Springs, so it sounds nice, but yes, get these girls out of the country. (laughs) Which I've heard rumblings that there will be a bigger international trip finally. Um, You know, now that COVID has winded down and... um, you know, I and, think maybe they have a bigger budget now. I don't know. Well, I oh, think they don't also, have Jen Shaw. They don't have Jen well, Shaw. Right. I know like COVID, yes. Budget, it yes. Was more Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw was a little bit of an issue specifically yeah. last season and then the second half of season two. They really yes. had, I forgot she couldn't leave the country. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of an asterisk going mm-hmm. on with their whole uh, travel situation. Yeah, um, but, but um, Mary was spotted filming. Um, and then, I mean, we didn't see a lot. We just saw them walking up to a restaurant, checking in for their table. And then there's this funny snapshot of Mary sitting in what looks to be another sprinter van or some something, um, party bus or something. And she looks miserable, which is like, 
so in character for her like she I don't know I'm seeing mixed things on social media people are like if this is the Mary we're getting back I don't want it but then other people are like oh my god I love this about her you know so it's I'm just excited I'm excited to see what happens I think um I think with Jen leaving um we kind of needed a nostalgia factor like coming back in um so i'm interested to see what the dynamic will be with her back and jen gone i i think it'll be good for the show at least entertaining i don't know what do you think i i really didn't think that mary would end up coming back i mean i know that there was rumblings and that there was like a report that i think came from page six or something and meredith has been open she's even told the two of us on this podcast that she wants mary back but i didn't think it would happen between mary wanting it between production agreeing to it between the Mm -hmm. other ladies even I just didn't think it would happen. So seeing that footage and being like, oh my God, Mary's there. And then seeing the picture of Mary pissed off in the van was like, oh my God, Mary's there. You know, she's going to be sending God after somebody because she does not look happy in that van. Um, But yes, it's also worth noting that the four Heather, Whitney, Lisa, and Meredith has expected her back. Mm -hmm. I believe Angie K is in that footage. I believe that she's- Yeah, Angie K is, Angie H is not. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. (laughs) It's only room for one. I already got confused And then I believe a newbie. And I'm sure they're trying to so figure out the cast. This may not be the whole group as the season goes forward. Mm-hmm. I think we're seeing that with Beverly Hills where they're probably trying to figure out what the newbie situation is. Um, so it'll be interesting with Salt Lake. I hope that Mary, I agree with the c- criticism of that. Like, I hope that Mary is going to be in it to be in it. You know, like yeah. it's such an, and there's one thing that you have to say about that woman is that she is so authentically entertaining. Like, yeah. I don't know who found her to start the Salt Lake, but like, my God, that woman is entertaining, but she also is so, she can't fake it at all that she just doesn't give a damn. And I think that's a little bit of a problem where like, she just doesn't care. And if she doesn't like you, she doesn't like you. And she doesn't really like anybody except Meredith. But I hope that Meredith can kind of keep her around long enough for Mary to stick around. And who knows, maybe Mary will mend fences from the other ladies. And she's probably like, hey, I need to not do what I did last time because I I wasn't in the last season and she probably wants the paycheck. So yeah. I'm sure that Mary will maybe come in with a different attitude, but we also want crazy Mary. So, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> but I'm a little excited for the future of Salt Lake. Yeah, me too. I, I am too. I was skeptical at first, but seeing them in Palm Springs and, yeah. you know, just them together got me excited yep. again. Yeah. So Sayonara, I, Genshaw. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. And then we'll move on to the next topic too. Uh, I saw Jill Zarin, I guess. Oscars party. I believe it was an that. Oscar party or something. <laughs> Did she was she invited? I don't know. That's I don't know. I don't know. But she was at some Oscar party. Yeah. She walked a carpet and she was asked about Roni legacy. Mm-hmm. I think there was like a report out there that Jill was to blame for the um uh negotiation fallout like the stalling of it um obviously there were reports a couple months ago about roni legacy being dead because the women were asking for too much money or something like that nothing no more details really ever came out at that time um but i think there was a report somewhere between then and now that said jill was the reason Mm. um and that she was asking for equal pay as the other ladies who have been on the show for like 12 13 seasons yeah Um, jill obviously was an og cast member of real hostels in new york city 
um but she did leave after season four i believe um and and hasn't been back since she was on um real housewives ultimate girls trip ex-wives club season two Mm -hmm. um so she did come back in that in that way and you know i think fans are warming up to her again um but you know it's up for debate does she deserve equal pay and she was on the carpet asked about it and she kind of confirmed it she was basically like yeah i do deserve as much money as the other ladies i created this show i or created the cast she said she casted three women i know she brought bethany onto the show i think ramona and maybe luann that's what I was thinking because I don't um, know if she brought Alex in, so that's the only. I don't think last. so. I think it was Luann. Definitely Bethany. We know Bethany. That they had a relationship. Yeah, and she. So she thinks it's kind of like the situation on Potomac where mm-hmm. it's Charisse. like was it Karen or Sharice who created the cast? It's Sharice, but um, I think Karen claims it was her. But yeah, I think it was Sharice. But and whoever does like sort of recommend these cast members, they obviously always think like they created the show, you know, like, oh, I built this show. I built the cast, you know, so she wants her dues. She wants to get paid accordingly. And I think Bravo or Peacock, wherever the show would have aired or will air, doesn't think she deserves equal money somewhere. There's a, for some reason there, there was, they hit a dead end or at least for now. Um, but it was interesting to see her confirm that and kind of be like, I deserve it. So I don't know. I guess we'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah, it sounds like they were doing the contracts and called Jill and they were like, this yeah. is how much you're making. And they either told her it's not as much as the other ladies or word got around. And Jill was like, no, thank you. Hung the question is like, do you think the show legacy needs Jill? I think the problem is, and I think we've talked about this before, where you go down the lineup of like, who else are you having on the show? I think Luann and Sonia and Dorinda are probably locks, but like but Bethany's not doing feel... it. Ramon is not doing it. Carol's not doing it. Like who else do you have left? Kelly Ben Simone. Like and they're already doing have the a Luann, lot of Sonia show. So it's like, why do we need a second show with just them? Yeah. Or... And I think Luann and Sonia are lo- I think they're must have. They're more must have. Luann, Sonia, and Dorinda are the must haves for legacy. And I would yes. put maybe Jill fourth. But Jill like, would be four. And then I think Kelly, Kelly's in talks, I think. Yeah, but like, who else are you having? I don't, I don't even know if Tinsley lives in the city anymore. I think she, I don't even know. She I know. Like, I think I, she's in Palm Beach now. Yeah. And Beth said she. And we're losing Bethany and Ramona, who are the juggernauts of Rony. You know, say what you want about them, but they kind of are yeah. Rony. So I guess when one person backs out and you already have this kind of set list that you can't lose anybody, it's yeah. like, okay, well, now everything falls apart. So. I don't know if Bravo slash Peacock feels like Jill is worth that or not. Like, I, I don't know. It remains I mean, I would think they wouldn't if they, that, that's what's stalling it. Yeah, and maybe there's more to it. I mean, she's basically confirming that she saw them. That doesn't mean she's not the only one or that all of the women are in, because uh, I mean, if she's getting paid less, I mean, I mean, if Kelly's being on the show, there's no way she's making more than- I also other. wonder like how that even comes to be. Like when someone says- I want to make as much as everyone else. Did she ask them how much they got offered? Or like, people's, I feel like people's teams talk. Someone's publicist talks, someone's me. makeup artist talks. You know, I think word gets around, especially with those women, because they're all very connected in the New York yeah. world. Um, sure. So I don't know. I mean, there's, again, there's really no progress being made on Roni Legacy. And I kind of stand by what I've said before, which is I think Bravo wants to hold out and get the new New, new York up yes. and running, which I predict will probably be this summer. Um, and if it's a hit, I don't even think we're going to be talking about legacy because why are you going to 
go backwards and bring this that back into the fold if you're right. what you're the new thing you're making is is good everyone's like you know, let's just keep putting those ladies on girls trip just keep doing like, an ex-wives club just keep fine with me honestly like, i love that show i mean let's just keep doing it you know let's just yeah keep and you might as well if there's only going to be a couple of them because what happens then if we get legacy and everyone hates it because this one's not on it, this one's on it, this one's on it. Then what was the point of all of this fuss for the fans, for the women, for production? There yeah. really was no point to all of this. So keep mixing them in girls trip, you know, do do, do whatever. And uh, I also wonder how long legacy can go. I love the idea of legacy, yeah. um, et cetera. But like, let's say, I mean, New York, I, I don't know off the top of my head how many households there have been overall in the whole series. Mm -hmm. but you're talking maybe 10, 12, 13 maybe ladies mm -hmm. um you bring on six or seven of them to legacy i don't know it's like you only have a few to like fill in if someone decides to leave or something so like right. how long can this spin off last is what i'm saying right. unless everyone wants to stick with it for many many yeah. years then okay you know right. i'm I curious i mean i'm open to it but yeah. i don't know if it's recipe for success but yeah we'll, we'll say i don't know we'll say. yeah um, another headline I saw this week was Kyle Richards and Kathy Hilton are reportedly not speaking still. Um, a source I'm, tells People Magazine <laughs> nobody has made an effort mm. to patch things up since obviously Aspen and all that, mm -hmm. you know, came down after that. And supposedly mm. Kyle has not met her niece Paris Hilton's baby yet. Yeah. So there's definitely something going on i know they were pictured kathy and kyle posed for a picture at elton john's academy awards viewing party on sunday um that was march uh 12th um so only a couple days ago so but well, i don't know they've done that before i mean um kathy and lisa rinna I think posed for a photo a couple months yeah, ago. but a little odd they're taking pictures together but not speaking like i don't know that's like a little weird yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see what comes of it. We haven't seen uh, Kathy filming for Beverly Hills yet. We don't know if she's coming back. Kyle's been filming. Um, I guess we'll see. I mean, she was a holdout, like we said last week. Kathy was a holdout last season. Maybe she's just holding out a little bit this season. I don't, um, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, she also said she wouldn't come back if Lisa and Erica, I think, were there. And Lisa's gone, but Erica's still there. So maybe she's no. just like, no way. But then you added a layer that, remember last season, her and Kyle were speaking when Kathy jumped in halfway and and there was a she was involved in the Paris is in love peacock show yeah you know, there were rumors that Kathy wanted more money yada 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 but she was involved in another show that yes. was filming at that time mm -hmm. now she's not even speaking to her own sister who is kind of the anchor for the show yeah. uh, I don't see Kathy coming back I really don't which kind of yeah. bums me out because yeah. I feel like it would add a lot of space to the show especially with the cast right now I'm not I yeah. don't really know what is going to come from this this group of six. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be newbies, but I don't see Kathy Hilton coming back. I really don't. Yeah. Which is, which is disappointing. I mean, anything could happen. You know, there could be a headline tomorrow and I'm sure if Bravo's going to have her back, yeah. they're going to be giving her a nice pay sum. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like the ship may have sailed. I think that Aspen was <laughs> yeah. a, lot the, a lot of camels backs. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking yeah. of housewives on trips, we can't say too much because the show has not premiered yet, mm -hmm. but you and I have both seen the first three episodes of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season three mm -hmm. in Thailand. Yep. Um, I'm liking it. Yeah. Are you liking it? 
I am liking it. It's definitely, and again, obviously we're going to be very coy here about what we say. It's very yeah. different than the first two in a sense that a, pretty much the entire cast is duos of people that have issues from the season that they just filmed. Yes. Miami, Salt Lake, and uh, Potomac, obviously all that we ju- that just wrapped um on air or about to wrap on air in the case of Miami um, all filmed right before they all flew to Thailand so there's a lot of crossover with some of the drama that happened on their their seasons so in a sense that's fun to see because it's almost like it's like the next story and you're like still in it Um, a little repetitive in some cases I don't want to say specifically what but I think that viewers when they watch will understand I think you and I are on the same page about what specifically um it's fun to see Portia back on TV and it's fun to see Leah back on TV. Yeah. Leah is messy and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Those two are my favorites on it so far. And I think it's probably partly because of what you said, which is they're not so fresh in our minds. They're mm-hmm. not, you know, yes, Leah was on the most recent season of New York City, but that was probably what, two years ago now. Yeah. Um And so it feels like, oh, we haven't seen her for a bit. Like, you know, mm-hmm. let's catch up. Let's you know, let's uh, be reminded why we liked her at first when she got on the show, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's messy. It's funny. We finally see that that elephant poop scene. So, mm-hmm. you know, viewers will finally see what really happened then. Um, I'm liking it. Um, yeah. So I'm interested to see what people think, but yeah. Um, yeah, and um, I just I just want to say real quick, they continue to break the fourth wall, which is one of my favorite parts oh, yeah. of the show and of Girls Trip. And I have loved that the past two years. And I like it here. Um, you got a lot of interesting perspectives about yep. how some of the women feel about the show. Leah talks about her the situation with Roni and the cancellation yeah. and everything. And that's really interesting. And next week on the podcast, everyone will be able to hear our interview with two of the Girls Trip cast ladies. I don't want to say who yet, but um, a good chat with two of the eight girls, yeah. which, is, uh, which was super fun that we already recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm happy it's coming back and like people I said, will enjoy it. I think people will yeah, like, like it. you said, it's so good to have Portia back on yeah. our TV screen. So yeah. yeah. Um also I saw this week Andy Cohen said, I mean, everyone's still like begging and wondering where is the Orange County season 17 trailer. It feels like it's been eons, but I think it's coming soon in the next two weeks. Let me just say real quick, though, that everyone is begging for the Orange County trailer. And you know that all these damn fans are going to be ripping on the season and complaining about how it's the worst ever again. So I just want to point this out. Stamp this down March 2023, three months from now, when everyone's complaining how terrible the season is. I hope not. I'm not saying I think it's going to be like that. I just we Mm -hmm. know how these fans operate. It's just very ironic that people are begging for the trailer. But I mean, I want the trailer, too. Who are we getting? Yeah, Andy said it's the new season is really good in quotes and a return to form. Yes. I hope he's right. Mm-hmm. I always take what he says with a grain of salt because at the end of the day, he's here to promote a show. Mm-hmm. But with Tamara coming back, I do hope that he's right. I do think it will be a good, it'll feel like old school Orange County again, hopefully, you know, with Heather and Tamara back together on screen. And then even with Taylor from Beverly Hills. Um, so I'm excited. We'll see what happens, but yeah. um, I'm Vicky, hoping in the next two weeks. Vicky filmed too. And she told us about it when she was on the podcast. And yep. uh, she just did confessionals. I saw she um, revealed that she's doing confessionals for the new season, which yeah. seems, seems like, I mean, if you're doing confessionals, you're involved to a high degree in some aspect. 
Um, so yeah, I think it'll be a very familiar season in the sense that we don't have to learn about all these newbies and about who's friends with who, and there's established relationships that are going to re- reconcile and break apart. And I think uh-huh. it'll be, it'll, it'll be, it'll feel like a payoff kind of season for people yeah. that have been watching and known these women for a long time. So I'm excited. Give us the trailer, Andy. <laughs> yeah, we need it. Um, what did you think about part two of the Miami reunion? Yes, Miami is winding down. We got part two. It dropped yeah. this uh, Thursday this week. And um, my God, these women are getting vicious. I know. I uh, thought this one was so much better than part one. Yeah, it was definitely more um, definitely more wild because we really got to the thick yeah. of it at the Larsa and um, Nicole stuff. And I know, you know, part three, obviously, I'm assuming they're saving the Alexi Adriana stuff for last, yeah. the Frankie comment, which obviously, as we expected, I just can't find myself agreeing with the Alexia Larsa couch when, you know, as a viewer, you like watch these fights and you're like, oh, I agree with this person. I agree with this person. I think that those women are, I mean, I think the whole cast is entertaining. I think that the OGs are especially entertaining, but like, I can't logically agree with Alexia and Larsa over a Nicole and a Julia. Same. That's just how I frame it when I'm watching as a viewer. You know, yeah, I mean, even Andy was going at Larsa a little bit. He's like, come mm-hmm. on, like, you have to admit that, um, you know, you went after these people with ill intent, like you weaponized yeah. certain things that you learned about them. And she was like, what? How? You know, and it's like, no, you did. Like, it's yeah, I think Larsa and Alexia both don't really fess up and own up and take ownership of their actions but then they expect it from that whole other couch the whole lineup of women sounds like someone else on uh, another cast but i won't say yeah so that that comparison has been drawn on social media i don't want want everyone coming after me yeah but that's that has come up before um and i think i think it's pretty accurate i will i will agree with you on that um but yeah i mean miami is just wild i hope it doesn't turn into like a nasty split cast yeah a lot because I mean I just saw recently that Alexi and Adriana are not speaking still and I know that there's a lot of bad blood with them that I mean I guess spoiler alert doesn't get resolved in the reunion because she just did an interview with TMZ like a few days ago saying that they have not spoken so clearly that doesn't come to a great resolution but um I don't know yeah we got one week left of Miami and then that's it but from what I'm hearing production's picking up very soon this spring so yeah and I, I presume the whole cast will be back and we're going to get back so. into it. But it's, it's an amazing cast. The only, yeah. yeah, I wonder if they will bump up Kiki or keep her as a friend of or yeah. Marisol. I'm into Kiki. Me I too. Like Kiki. I wish we would learn a little bit more about her. I mean, she has yeah. a daughter. Like, mm-hmm. since when? I mean, I had heard about that in the previous episodes. She likes Burger King. So we like yeah. that. Um, and she was cheated on. Well, I want to know more yeah. about that. And uh, the episode ended... Um, I don't know if I was supposed to be like jaw on my floor, but like her telling Lisa that she knows models that Lenny has cheated oh, yeah, with. Cheated, yeah. But was that supposed to be shocking? Like, duh. <laughs> Are we thinking that this I man wasn't so, involved? Like, it's, so funny. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't seem shocking to us as viewers or even probably some of the other ladies, but I think Lisa is still like, what? I, like, I think she's still in denial a little bit about a lot of it. And I yeah. think it's mainly because if she admits to it or at least accepts it she feels like she looks like a dummy or an idiot for not seeing it herself but it's like it's hard when you're in the position yourself like no one's like blaming her no one's you know telling her come on how did you not see it you know it's like I think they're just telling her the information because they're like hey listen like don't ever like 
question whether you should get back together with him or anything like that. Like he's treated you badly. Yeah, I agree. The more she knows, it's even if it hurts at that moment, it's a yeah. better or get over it, I think is how they feel it might help. But yeah, I agree. But yeah, we'll see. Part three should be good. Grand finale. Yeah. What did you think of uh this week's jersey? I know we talked a little bit about it at the beginning of this, but <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, because we had so much discussion about it, because mm-hmm. the episode that we had Dolores on specifically wanted to talk about the baseball game, which that was kind of the capsule of this whole um, Jersey episode. Um, It was good. Nicey, nice episode. You know, there wasn't any crazy drama, which I was like fine with. It was fun to see the whole Jersey gang with the husbands and the kids and everyone. Getting yeah. I think yeah. that's kind of what part of what makes RHONJ, RHONJ is that it has that's that like, family like, very like community. Like these are all people that are genuinely like, friends or and related to each other and that there's like almost like a community there I mean of course some of them despise each other but you know that's the housewives being housewives um but it was fine I mean Dolores is just so charitable and amazing and it was a fun episode and interesting to see the Aidens in um therapy what did you take away from that that ending scene um that therapist was a little odd I I mean I honestly I'll be on we what therapist was kind of odd (laughs) Yeah, an interesting character. Look at her on the next season. I actually like love when I'm watching reality shows and someone goes to a therapist. I just like love listening to the conversation. It's almost like you're a fly on the wall in a room you shouldn't be in. Yeah. Um, and I, I just find it, I like when someone's that vulnerable that they, yeah. you know, allow us as viewers to watch their intimate issues be, you know, dissected yeah. and stuff well, like I, that. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little worried about their marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost think the show, this is going to be a couple that I fear the show is going to pull them apart. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I see more issues than I see not, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I could see that. And I almost feel like as Jen gets more immersed into the show and I mean, and she's in it now. I mean, she's, let's face it, one of the stars of the show. She's fighting with every, she's fighting with a new person every episode and it's getting vicious. The more that happens, Bill is less and less and less immersed. And I feel like her life and the show's world and it doesn't really feel anymore like he's fitting in with the guy group as much. It feels like he's on the outskirts of the Joe Gorga Joe Benigno, Frank, even like the John Fuda core group. It feels like he's on the outs a little bit of that. Jennifer's almost like dictating who he can be friends with out of the husbands. Don't be nice to Margaret. Don't do this. And then she's mad that he's not like defending her in the group. And I think he's more of a reserve, like, uh, uh, I don't know the word I'm thinking of, but I don't think he's here for like the drama of the show. Right. I think he's like, oh, okay, this is something you wanted to do. Like, I'm here to support you, but I'm not going to get involved. Mm-hmm. And she wants him to like go guns blazing, get involved, like almost like Joe Gorga. I think she wants mm-hmm. him to be That's like. That's just not who Bill is. It's not who he is. And I think if, I think I'm I'm worried that it's going to, it's going to hurt the relationship more than it already is. Yeah. We'll find out. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I would never want to see any family split up. And they have the cutest kids and they really yeah. seem like they have such a good unit and a good family going on. And, you know, listen, we don't see every minute of what goes on in that household. Jennifer probably has to do a lot for all those kids. And yeah. Bill is at work all day and he's obviously working hard and making a lot of money. But when he comes home and allegedly is just hanging out in the pool house or just yeah. watching TV and having a drink in the backyard, she's probably like, a thing, do something, please. So yeah. I hear her frustrations and yeah. I totally get it. And there's, 
who knows what's going on in that household behind closed doors. I mean, so I don't know, but um, yeah, I'm excited for everyone to hear the interview with Dolores. She gives a lot of tidbits about what's coming up in Jersey and what's going on with the rest of this crazy season. I guess we're a little bit under halfway, but it's been good. I think so yeah, we're almost there. We're almost halfway. Well, Jersey short trip coming up. Jersey, Jersey short, short trip. trip. Oh yeah, the annual Jersey short trip. You know what? This is a side note, but like, I actually like wish they would like change up the schedule next year. I knew you're going to say that. I'm totally with you. I want to see, like, I wanna see Christmas. I want to see them ho- during holidays. I want to see, uh-huh. you know, like, I love the summer. I love the Jersey Shore, but it just feels so like it's the same months every year. It's like May, June, July, and that's yeah. it. That's all we get, you know. Or I think they are summer. literally on the same filming schedule since I think this started like when around COVID happened. And like, so three, four years now, they've been on yeah. the same filming schedule. And I think this upcoming season, is the time to make that change yeah. because the reunion they're probably filming in a month oh, or so yeah. I know that's going to get nasty so they should take a break take a longer after. break yeah. almost like really summer don't. off and film in September see and yeah, end, like- and end in December <laughs> or October oh, yes, because this will air the reunion will air sometime in the summer I'm guessing like it's it's March and you know the Jersey the Jersey oh, seasons are not it'll long. Be like May June yeah yeah they should almost like once that wraps give them the summer off summer off don't yeah. start until october remember yeah. new york used to always start in october yeah let's start october film through christmas that's what they like used years. to do because the early seasons they were always doing christmas with the spring have, like, years. Be the finale party you yeah. know and then it could hey, still we have the best in like april may you know we wouldn't be losing too much no, and I think it's fun to switch it up when yeah. everyone, the show's filming because it's about their lives. And if they're repeating everything, then nobody wants to see repetition on television. Yeah. Boring. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see. We, well, all we know is that our Dolores interview is next and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so stick around for that. Yes, enjoy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Pay Attention Please podcast, Dolores. I thought you said welcome back, scumbag. <laughs> no, I should have. That could be today's episode. <laughs> yeah. No, never you. Um, obviously, this season of Jersey has been pretty crazy already. We're only a couple episodes in. How has it been watching it back for you? Not easy for me at all. If it's not the the like the emotions of what's going on with my friends who are literally killing each other, like yeah. literal war, it's my life and what's going on in my life. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not emotional about things. I'm not big on showing how I feel about things and all mushy. And it's like, oh. Has there been anything that surprised you watching back these few episodes, whether it be something someone said in a confessional or? Well, in the beginning, sure. Like, like if you want to go back to the, the first episode, I didn't know that Jennifer was talking about me the way that she was. And I didn't know that she called me the names that she called me. Mm-hmm. So she did get the episode before I did. Mm-hmm. And she she called me 
to tell me like, I want you to see this first mm-hmm. and I'm really sorry for the way I spoke about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's fair, right? What can yeah. I do from there? Okay. Yeah, I can and- either retaliate or, or, or just move on from it. So I decided to do that at that point. Yeah, you guys obviously started at a really rough place at the beginning of the season. Um, you're still sort of going through it on the show, but we know in real time, you guys are on good terms. Is there anything you can tell us about how you got to that point? Well, you'll see shortly how we did get to that point because it was either going to escalate to a place of there's no coming back from this, or we're going to have to sit and and talk about this. And what do we want to do? And unlike the rest of the people on the show, um, you know, when I decide to bury in, in real life, this is how I feel in real life. If you decide to forgive somebody for something, you have to bury it. You can't bring it up again, no matter how bad you want to, to prove a point, whether you're in the middle of a fight, for instance, okay, if someone cheats on you, if you're in a relationship and somebody cheats on you, my rule of thumb is if you decide to stay with them, you can't keep going back to that moment and that incident. You can't, then don't stay together. Right. You have to bury it and move on from it. And even if you want to bring it up or if you're having a bad moment or if you hear, hear a song that reminds it of you or if the show plays back and mm-hmm. somebody that you forgave now says something again, you have to just let it go. I feel like yeah. you're really good at that, but I feel like a few other cast members struggle with it. Not bit. so much. <laughs> Human nature is to struggle with that. But in my life and going back in my divorce years ago, when I... I did give Frank an ultimatum saying, if we stay together, this will never be spoken of again. And it, it you know, it didn't work out that way, but I would have had, I, I really believe in you have to deal with things if you decide to live with them. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a good kind of rule of thumb. Do you feel like that hasn't been the case with Jennifer and Bill? Because obviously the affair came up last year and it kind of still keeps being brought up and it seems like she has a lot of resentment still. Right. So, you know, the fact that it came up again so many years later mm-hmm. and there was a lot of unresolved issues I guess that's what she's going through I can't speak for her and how she feels about things but um I think there's a lot of other things besides the affair like mm-hmm. there's that she she seems to voice in this episode that you will see yeah you know there's more than just that yeah um, a little bit on a lighter note, we will see your charity softball game this this week on this week's episode. You have to come next time. We want to, yeah. We would be happy to. We'll give you a box. We're both in Jersey. I love that this has become an annual thing for the show now. It's like the past, it's happening every year now, which is so fun. I'm sure that's exciting for you. It is really exciting for me. And it means so much to me because it's the one time in the season that you will actually see, even if there's some turmoil going on, when we hit that field, we're still a team. Yeah. And I think that you that you need to see that to understand that there's still hope for all our friendships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last season, I mean, there were a few digs, Teresa, Margaret, et cetera. What can we expect from this year's charity event? Again, you know, what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And then you get on that field. And again, like it, it warms my heart to see that we're a team. Yeah. You know, what you don't see is this year they had 
uh, one of the cancer survivors like throw the ball out to us. Mm. And, you know, and to see the doctors having such a good time, which they deserve that. They are the heroes of the hospital mm-hmm. and uh, the, the, the staff and everything. That, that hospital has a special place in my heart because mm-hmm. during COVID, they worked nonstop and it's such a condensed area Right. that they had so so much so many patients and they were at risk they were sleeping in their cars rather than not to go home i know what they lived through and i also know that they don't turn anyone away so the money that we raised at this event this year went to the breast center that whether you have insurance or not you're going to get care oh. like it's amazing yeah it's amazing how charitable you are dolores because i don't think we oh. see that enough from all the housewives of all different franchises oh. like what was this something you were passionate about years ago even before the show about just charity yeah no my whole life it's the way I was raised like my parents were always like you know they raised us like don't ever let anyone sit alone Mm -hmm. at the lunch tables and um if somebody doesn't have anything give them what you have even if you want it give it to them Mm -hmm. so and there was people that I didn't grow up with a lot but there was people with so much less than me Mm -hmm. we were always giving uh-huh. And um, yeah, so that's something I've always been raised to do. My family's the same way. I'm one of five. Uh-huh. You don't see them that much on the show. No, we don't. Fun to see your dad on this new episode. We got yeah. To see so you see my dad. My dad's yeah. so funny. He loves this shit so much. He's like so. <laughs> uh, you know, my dad was the police chief of the third largest city in the country. So, like with crime and everything. So he was a big shot for a long time. Yeah. So when he retired, I think he misses that. So when he sees himself on TV, he's like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we see um, during the softball game, Chris, Chris and I both saw the episode. Um, Frank does bring up to you his dynamic with Paulie. Did you feel like that was the wrong place, wrong time for him to do that there? You know, listen, our lives are an open book here. Would I have liked for him to never call Paul Buzz Lightyear? Yes. <laughs> and because I knew at that reunion, once that was said, that that was going to be something we were going to have to talk about. And I was kind of hoping Frank would be more patient with this process Mm -hmm. rather than to bring it up. But I'm, I know what I signed up for and I owe it to the people who do watch the show to know what's going on in my life. And that is exact, you know, that was going on in my life. I have Paul um, who had to get used to the dynamics of me and Frank, and there had to be somewhat of a transition. And I allowed that. Because again, my kids are older now and they have their own lives. So this was kind of a life I was making. And I had to consider Paulie's feelings about that. But also I hurt my feelings to see Frank, which you'll see tonight. So upset. I think that people are going to be upset with me for that. I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's people that feel differently about it. There's people that are like, Frank, don't make her feel bad about what she has to do. And then there's the people that are going to be like, oh, we love Frank, you know? He really is such a fan favorite on the show. I mean, you are too, but everyone just loves you guys. So how did you feel? I have to ask you watching it. I understand your perspective. I'm just speaking on behalf of myself. I understand your perspective about this is the new man in your life. This is right. your relationship. So I respectfully disagree with Frank about him wanting, kind of. he kind of wants his cake and to eat it too. You know, I feel like he wants things a certain way and time is, times have changed for you guys. You're in a serious relationship now and I respect your perspective on it. Right. So, and again, that wasn't easy for me because yeah. Frank taking it personal, it wasn't personal. Right. And uh, 
you know, like I said, I always still will say, you know, I've put everybody before me my whole entire life. And this was something I was putting my time into. I was enjoying it. It, it was a different dynamic with me and Paul. Paul wanted to spend a lot of time with me. I've never had that, like mm-hmm. never. So I was kind of like relishing in it. And I knew things would work out, which down the road you will see, but it's still, it's hard to watch. It was yeah. hard for me well, to watch. And then everybody was like, oh, poor Frank. I'm like, guy. <laughs> yeah, it's just because like Eric said, he's just such a fan favorite, um, but we he love him. And he's such a big mush. Mm-hmm. And he's got such a big heart and he, you know, he's just like a kid that doesn't, didn't understand what was kind of going on. It was hard for him. Yeah. How is um, Polly adjusting watching the season back, you know, already wrapping season? How does he feel about it overall? So you should ask him. He's here. <laughs> hey, Polly. <laughs> Tell Paul to come up. I'd love for him to put in his own words because yeah. he's been through it. You know, this is a guy who comes from a life of, living in this country, Mm -hmm. not having any family, seem like he's becomes very successful, right? Mm -hmm. But he kind of lived a kind of quiet life. Like, Mm -hmm. even though he's got, he's flashy, he's got his Rolls Royce and he's got his beautiful home. (laughs) But Paul's a kind of a quiet, subdued guy. And he comes from a world where you don't let people know your business. You're always Mm -hmm. on high alert. So I think that's why he was always kind of secluded from a lot of things, but and then all of a sudden he's on international TV. Like, did he even know what the Real Housewives of New Jersey was before dating? No, no he's he like, didn't. what's Bravo? Paul, <laughs> always swearing. We also I swear a lot. We also get to see. Um, it's fun to see Brittany too on the show. Um, oh, how do you like having her around more? I love it. I yeah. like her. She's so pleasant and uh-huh. so nice. And I think they make such a beautiful couple. They really do. I like seeing them together. And I mean, I think people really like her. So how do you feel? Well, <laughs> how do you feel about being on the show? A television show, a reality show. Because <laughs> you didn't really know a lot about it. Um, how do you feel about it? Come here, you could. Come. Don't be shy. I'm shy. Yeah. Hi, Hey, Polly. How do you feel about being a reality star is our question. Uh, well, Dolores is the star. That's true. I'm just putting energy into the, into the energy. Um, it's good. Listen, look, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. To be honest, it's fun. Yeah. Um, she makes it so easy. Mm-hmm. So she just told me at the start, she's like, just be yourself and follow my lead. Like, just, you know, stick to what we do normally and you should, you should be okay. And that's kind of what I did. Yeah. Uh, but, but meeting the other people is being fun. But then watching it, Paul. Yeah, no, watching is not good. That's harder. Yeah, watching is not good. Um, yeah, you kind of, you know, you get very picky about some things you see and oh, they say that, I can't believe I did this, but she's just a natural. Like, so. But then he has this whole procedure that he has to go for with yeah. his heart. Mm-hmm. And that's because I met Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, He's doing better and it's, okay. it's amazing, but the doctors were wonderful. But do you know that when page six covered this for him, he actually reached out to them because I want people to know how dangerous this is. Like if you feel your heart flutter, you really need to go see someone. Most people just blow it off. Like there's nothing wrong. Right. But you can Especially have a men. men don't love going to the doctor typically. No. And he could have had a stroke. So, so many people reached out and they were like, thank you for sharing that because I have that. And now I'm going to go. And then they, 
they they call back and they're like, we went and we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely have even close friends of mine that I didn't know. They had the same thing I had. Well, they didn't know what they had because I didn't know because I was misdiagnosed. But yeah. in the end, when we figured it out, uh, they said, "Oh, that happens to me when we're sitting having lunch or you know playing golf or whatever." So it was a big thing. But Dolores. You know, she said, enough's enough. We can't keep taking tablets and thinking that this is okay. She would lie there with me. My heart would be like pounding. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's been fun for him. Wait till you see the finale. Oh, boy. Well, what about yeah, some, some stuff goes down in that finale, no? Some stuff goes down right here on this couch. Oh. You're, you guys host the party, the finale we party. We hosted the party. Um, and a lot of stuff went down. That's like... We, at one point, I'm standing right there, Paul, and I look and I go, who do I go to? Yeah. And he's, what do you call it, bollocks? Oh, I'm fucked. I'm absolutely <laughs> bombed. So, so I, I made a suggestion of bringing whiskey to the party. Oh, boy. Uh, don't get high in your own supply. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Sometimes the host just gets drunk. That happens. Listen. Honestly, you know, I, I don't I've never seen anything like that in my life. The host couldn't speak. He was like, blah, blah, blah. And that's what <laughs> We are, and since Paul, since we have you here, we are so excited for the Ireland trip. Yeah. Obviously, we know that that obviously has to do with you, given that you're from Ireland. Um, Dolores, what can you tell us about the trip and how did this, how did the trip come about? So the trip came about because everything was so bad. Like, we are killing each other up until this trip. The fights are so bad yeah. that I said, I went to Ireland and it was a different just everything was beautiful and clean and fresh and green. And no matter what, where you look like you need, I think we needed a breath of fresh air. And I, my experience with Ireland, I wanted to share with them. And I was really trying to get everybody to really calm down. We're getting closer to Teresa's wedding. Things are still heated. Fights are still going on new dynamics in the group. So I suggested an international trip, which we haven't had since before COVID. Yeah. It's been a while. So Paul actually gave us all his input on where to go. And, and then we wound up at like a 600 year old haunted castle. <laughs> so cool. Very haunted right now. Since you guys been there, it'll never be the same. After you guys stayed there. <laughs> yeah. Dolores, would you ever go back with the Jersey girls again to Ireland or that was one and done? No, I would because I think it was a nice break from everything and you see a lot of emotions. There's one scene that's very emotional there and mm. you'll see us, a side of Teresa you've never seen. Interesting. And, uh, but we also had had fun. Yeah. And it was different just to be in foreign grounds because like I said, we haven't internationally gone there. And you'll see Paul's mom. Who's oh. very funny. You know what was really cool actually was, so when I started dating Dolores, people were like from Ireland were messaging me, you know, oh, we're, we're big fans of the housewives, super right. fans of Dolores. So, it was actually cool to hear a lot of people from Ireland, like, I mean, a lot of people reached out or even true friends mm-hmm. to say that they got an opportunity to, to see them. They met with them, they walked behind them. They were like, hey, this is great. They're in our city. Like, it's just great for the exposure as well. Like, it was really cool. People like, are going to, let's put it this way. We kind of made it kind of a bachelorette party for Teresa. That's mm-hmm. going to be the new bachelorette haven there. Oh, you guys are going to do some, you're going to do some good promotion for Ireland. <laughs> yeah. I love Ireland. I've been once years ago and it was, I, lo- I went to Galway in Dublin. Galway was beautiful. Oh, and Irish guys are really good looking. Yeah. Like they really He's are. No. <laughs> we have, we have proof right here. When I was born, I was walking, like looking around. There. I'm Irish too. I got red hair to show it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Hey, Paul, yeah. like you're walking down the street and there's a guy with a nice scruff. I'm like, 
Now you were just talking about the season ending fight in your place. Melissa and Teresa are still at odds with each other. Mm -hmm. Are you surprised by that? Okay. Yeah, he wants out of this. This is where I I did. Thanks for stopping by. (laughs) He gets, um, am I surprised at at the fact that they're still- That they're still, yeah. No. No. I think that this was a culmination of years of buildup and mm-hmm. and it all came to a head, unfortunately, right before her wedding. And we just wish that that didn't happen. Yeah, I know at BravoCon you said without their parents around, there's really no like anchor or yeah. extra reason to make things work or just sweep things under the rug. So it's almost more dangerous now. Right. And that, that's the thing. No, there's no one to answer to. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, there's no holidays to smile for your parents. They always got together on the holidays. Right. And, and that's important for parents. That's what parents want. No parent wants to see their children not talk or fight. And especially here when they have such a small family. Yeah. So it's sad, but I think that they, they need to be at peace in their life now. And they, that wasn't happening. There's a lot of talk about like. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Whether the show can go on if they don't make things work, like to like go on with both of them on it. Do you think it can keep going with both of them on it? Or do you think they sort of have to part ways? I think that that's, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't see none of us, all of us being together on a show, let's face it, have to cohabitate to some extent, right? Um, me and me and Jennifer had to make up. Jennifer, uh, yeah. Margaret and Je- like, like you have to move on from things to a certain extent mm-hmm. and and like kind of live together. We travel the world together. We spend every day together. We do vacations to get like trips, short trips, Jersey Shore, we're staying in the same houses, we're at the same parties. You can't, you have, something has to give here, something. Mm-hmm. To what extent, I don't know, but yeah. yeah. Do you have any anxieties about the reunion coming up, just given how- On a good day, we have anxiety about the reunion. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for that. Do you think it's gonna get ugly? I've never been, I mean, anxiety is one thing, I'm actually afraid. Have you, I mean, you've, I'm sure you've watched like season three, four, five. Those reunions were crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've watched them. I think it'll be like a pimple on its ass. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Dolores, what do you think? Um, how do you think the new girls adjusted? I'm as a fan, I'm loving all three of them. I think that's kind of the reception from the fans is that they're enjoying all the new girls. Bravo to who casted them. They are okay. actually great, mm-hmm. great additions and you know, Jen Messler's hysterical. I call her Messler because she's <laughs> nice. Like, wait till you see her in Ireland, girl. Like, it's 
crazy. She's she a funny guy. Yeah. She's a character. So I, and I give her credit. I, I mean, you know, we're not young, but she can hang, <laughs> you know. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, I think all the girls are really a great addition. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cast right now. Oh, yeah. What- cast. Yeah. We're, we're number one show, aren't we? Yeah, no, Jersey, I feel like it's in its prime right now, but yeah. hopefully the vitriol, you know, I just thought that the Jennifer and Margaret fight was so ugly. It's moments it like that is that ugly. fun to watch. Exactly. It's not even fun to watch for, I don't think anybody moments no, like it that. It was too hard, too low. Things were said you didn't even hear mm-hmm. that were worse than what you saw. Um, speaking on that real quick, has your reconciliation with Jennifer affected your friendship with Margaret? No, I don't, I don't, um, I don't tolerate that kind of stuff. Like everybody knows me, no one dictates who I'm friends with. Yeah. And if they decide to fight, if my friends fight, I don't pick sides with friends. Mm-hmm. But if somebody outside of a friend goes for one of my friends, they're in trouble. Then you <laughs> see a fight. But you know what? I've seen people fight and make up, fight and make up too much for mm-hmm. me to really get so involved that when they make up, I'm on the outside now. Yeah, that's good. And uh, real quick before we go, I wanted to ask your take on Jacqueline and Teresa's reunion. Are you so, still close to Jacqueline? Yeah, I mean, I never had a problem with Jacqueline. I see Ashley, she, you know, I run into her all the time. I've been on her podcast. Yeah. Um, Jacqueline has probably one of the, the biggest hearts mm-hmm. you've ever met in your life. But um, what do I say? I did speak to Teresa about it. Mm-hmm. And she said that, you know, she was thinking of her and mm-hmm. her life with her, Nicholas, and she can kind of relate to her with that. And she wanted to reach out to her and talk to her and say, this is, you know, I'm just thinking of you. That's all. And that's okay. It's almost proof that maybe some of the feuds that are going on right now can- Again, what I Never said, know. Teresa and Danielle became friends again. So <laughs> anything's possible. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dolores. It was great speaking with you. We can't wait to see the rest of the season play out and we hope to chat soon. Yeah, let me know. I'm around for you. Thanks for having me. Bye. Tell Paulie bye. 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 Bye, guys. Thank you.